Time for another Board Recap Podcast. How are you today, Dr. Smith? Good. Good. Thanks for coming in. We're going to talk about last night's school board meeting. So we started with good news last night. We lifted up uh, several things. Once again, lots of good news. Beth Hagen, Athletic Director of the Year from Wrights High School. I know you go way back with Beth and just such a vital part of the Wrights High School community on the west she, side. She is a staple of the west side and folks love her there for good reason. Yeah, and kudos to her and all of our athletic directors. That is a job that takes a tremendous commitment and such a vital part of the high school uh, experience. So it absolutely is. I, I don't think anyone understands the amount of uh, hours. That no, put in. I, I don't think they do. And the behind the scenes specialist yeah. for sure. Also, congrats to our Phoenix Winter Guard. These uh, students worked so hard this year. They qualified for state in their division and finished in 14th place. So great job to them. That takes a lot of work, a lot of prep to be successful in that. Our cause for applause winner this month was Ray Bell, head custodian at Washington Middle School. And wow, is he ever part of that school fabric? You know, he truly is. You could tell that the, the students and staff love him there. Um, and he, as you said, he's just an integral part of our schools. And uh, we're grateful for all of our custodians, for all of our food service employees, secretaries, everybody makes the school community happen. Most definitely. Um, also, we, we lifted the fact that, uh, and this really speaks to our high-quality counseling programs at our schools, uh, there's something called the American School Counseling Association, and they have what is called a RAMP distinction, um, and it is a recognized ASCA model program, and it's not an easy thing to attain. And we had three more schools recognized this year, Cynthia Heights, Lodge, and Oak Hill, um, in fact, Cynthia Heights and Lodge were both named schools of distinction, and they were only two of 13 in the nation to be right. uh, bestowed with that honor. And then last year, we had Cedar Hall and North Junior, so that takes us up to five of our schools now. But a lot of work required, and this is such a vital program to make schools successful. Absolutely, and I think it's just emblematic of the, the outstanding services that our students have each and every day. Most definitely. So congrats to those schools for that achievement. And that takes us into last night's consent items. All right. So we will go to item 2.02, consideration of allowance of payments. Uh, $9.2 million, I believe, if my computer screen moves. There we go. Yes, $9.2 million. Pretty typical for this time of year over a two-week span of time. Item 2.03, consideration to approve the Ed Reports Professional Learning for ninth grade ELA. So a little bit of history here. Uh, Ed Reports is a very, very well-respected organization, a nonprofit in the United States. And they really did help us with technical assistance in looking at best practices and what high-quality curriculum uh, should have in it. Uh, so they did a lot of uh, guiding, as I said, with their technical assistance. Um our teachers then selected curriculum a couple months ago. So this now is going to be utilizing EdReport's services to help us utilize the outstanding curriculum that our teachers selected to the highest degree possible. Item 2.04, consideration to prove the Youth First Addendum for social workers uh, during summer school. Very excited that we will continue to employ 10 social workers for the summer school so our students will have access to those high quality services that yeah and you know that is interesting because provide. you know the fact we've had have our students in place in june with summer programming and i mean this just really extends that support as long as the students are with us which there's no downside of that absolutely none and this is the first year that we've been able to do that so hopefully we will uh look at 
at the success of that program. And uh, if it if it is very successful, then we'll continue it. Okay. Looking at item 2.05, consideration for the addendum to equal opportunity schools, really just some uh, minor language changes that they have all of their partner schools uh, agree to really is about travel. Uh, and we're not going to do that, but we wanted to approve it anyway. Uh, this is the last year of the contract with Equal Opportunity School. So, like I said, just a small revision in travel and, and responsibilities there, not really germane to us, and then a slight reduction in cost also. 2.06, consideration to approve the renewal agreement with New Tech Network. I think many of our listeners will know that we have an outstanding New Tech Institute High School, one of the very best in the nation. Uh, every two years, there is a renewal for association with the New Tech Network and the services that they provide. So this is just approving that agreement. 2.07, consideration to approve the agreement with Kagan for professional development for middle school math teachers. So uh, we are part of a very uh, unique partnership with Johns Hopkins University. Everyone graduates uh, program. Been with that uh, program for a number of years. I think they were attracted to EVSC because of our predictive modeling that we have for our students. Uh, and we did apply for and received a grant that actually will pay for middle school uh, teachers to have a workshop on growth mindset, which is very, very important. So we are happy to approve that. And then finally, under consent, 2.08 consideration to approve the agreement with School Care Works. Um, and this is basically just bringing in our early learning program onto School Care Works uh, because the current vendor that we use for uh, those kind of services in terms of managing student records, student attendance invoicing, and those kind of things, uh, Sproutery is going out of business. So uh, part of our um, well, the extended day centers already use that. Uh, that was approved a few months ago. So now we're going to have our early learning programs uh, come on board with that also. And then I did want to just say one more thing back on item 2.06 with New Tech. If you're listening to this and you're not familiar with this program, it is a, a great high school option for our students. It's a smaller high school, I think typically around the 300 range. It's very much focused on project-oriented, collaborative sessions. Um, the students that are there, any interactions we ever have with that program, you can just tell uh, how strongly they feel about that program, real sense of community in that. And it, it is a full-day high school program in addition to our five traditionals. Right. No, it, it's it's a great program. Uh, extremely high graduation rates. They pull in a lot of students, not only from EVSC, but from outside of EVSC. And it is project-based learning, uh, entrepreneurial learning. Uh, that thread is there also. So it's, it's just a great option for students. Certainly. And if you're looking for more information on that, you can go to our website, evscschools.com, to get to that. They have their own website where you can see uh, about that. And you can also reach out to them. They'd be happy to give you a tour anytime. If Chris Gibson, outstanding principal there, would be happy to speak with anyone. Most definitely. And that takes us to personnel recommendations. So, as I typically say, those personnel recommendations are listing for your perusal there. Um, and appreciate uh, all of the things that our employees do for us. Absolutely. And then last night we uh, did a core curriculum and student development section, and Carrie Hilliard, 
who is just a specialist on school transformation uh, and on our team, presented about a, an update on our continuous improvement process for the board. You want to just give a brief overview on that, Dr. Smith? Yeah, a very brief overview. Um, using the CREATE process from really CAMBIAR, and she's a fellow with CAMBIAR this year, uh, it really is, as you said, part of our continuous improvement process. So it's not, doesn't necessarily have a beginning and an end. It is part of a continuing process, really, that we initiated uh, back in 2013. This will be about the third different mm -hmm. iteration or very, very deep dive. And uh, But Carrie's going to come on a little yeah. later and do a very deep dive. Yeah, we'll do us. that here on a podcast format. Yeah. I think that'd be interesting to take people through because... One thing that I can most definitely say when we, and we are so committed to continuous improvement, what we do not do is have two or three people sit in an office down here and create a plan and roll it out and say, here it is, everyone. Right. This is the complete opposite. I mean, she is leading all of these focus groups to pull information and feedback from stakeholders in, and that is what is going to guide the development of this plan. It's really exciting to hear about it. It, it truly is, and quite uh, an involved process. Most definitely. Yeah, there's so much input from the community. Uh, but the slide deck is here if people would like okay. to look at it and then hopefully stay tuned because I, yeah, we'll definitely get I'm her in here. certain that it would be a very informative podcast with Carrie as she walks through everything that's been done to date. Absolutely. And then that takes us to last night's action items. So these action items were information items in the previous board meeting. So we won't spend a whole lot of time on these because we did go more in depth at our last update. 5.01 simply is to approve high school textbook rental rates. 5.02 is consideration to approve uh, some additional high school curriculum resources, uh, primarily uh, the new ninth grade ELA resource. We have a new health resource, and then we have uh, two AP courses um, in U.S. history as well as uh, world, and then finally the third AP would be AP language. Um, so those were also approved last night, 5.03, consideration to reward the contract for the Wrights High School Exterior Improvement Project. That was passed also. Uh, as you know, the stairway leading up to the link uh, or leading up to the bowl from the link, uh, those were limestone steps and this winter was not very kind to them. So this will replace all of those steps uh, with concrete and then also do some grading away from the building just for good water flow. 5.04 I think is uh, also somewhat unique and certainly a benefit for our students. Um, so we mentioned New Tech Institute earlier. Now principles of paralegal studies will be embedded in our early college. That early college model is housed at Ivy Tech and a uh, tremendous percentage of students then that attend our early college model uh, actually graduate from high school and also graduate from college with an associate's degree. It's almost like a dual program, yeah, at the same time. Yes. It really is amazing. So it's great to embed uh, the paralegal studies component within our early college. And then additionally, in a partnership with Deaconess, uh, we're also now embedding in uh, certain medical programs and pathways. For instance, pharmacy tech, uh, there's also, of course, Central Services Technician talks about sterilization skills and things like that that will lead to other uh, opportunities for students in the medical field. 
And so we're, and you know, that's always one of the most exciting things we do where we're always looking at what opportunities we can provide for our students based on their wishes, their, their goals in life, and then partnering with organizations like Ivy Tech, like Deaconess. And we're so blessed in this community to have the ability to do that. Definitely. 5.05, the board approved the agreement with TalkBits. Talk space like Yeah, talk to us a little bit about that. That's an interesting opportunity we can offer to our employees. Well, all of our employees, full-time, part-time, as well as all of their spouses and dependents. Um, so they will have access to mental health counselors, uh, licensed specialists, um, and they, they are able to reach out then to them for at least two times a month, and then also unlimited times just through a- asynchronous uh messaging text messaging at no charge to the employee no or the family employees we, we do know uh, and i i won't say that the pandemic has had any positive benefits but one of the i think outcomes of the pandemic is the the i guess shroud of mental health has been revealed somewhat mm-hmm. and under, everyone understands the importance of health and wellness and mental health being a very absolutely key component of that so if if any of our employees or their dependents or spouses need to reach out and just to talk to someone, uh, they have that opportunity to do that. Now. And, you know, for some time we've had an employee assistance program. This is really adding yes. another layer onto that to support employees it, and families. I think it's well evidenced in our community that there's a shortage of trained professional health care workers in Evansville community. So this basically just expands the access that our employees and their families have. And I know our team that's done the research on this has spent a lot of time, several months, and really have have seen and heard really good things about Talkspace. So looking forward to this uh, added benefit to our our employees. 5.06, consideration approved the food service policy regarding comped meals. Well, this, I would not say that it's a policy, but the State Board of Accounts wanted us to adopt uh, and basically guidelines or one to have an understanding of how we would then reimburse food service for complimentary meals that law enforcement uh, are provided. So this is basically uh, providing that understanding of how we will reimburse food service for that. Then we move on to information items. 6.01, consideration award the contract for Highland Elementary School parking lot. Uh, uh, Daryl Angermeyer explained last night who Daryl is our chief uh, facilities officer. Parking lot at Highland, the front parking lot on the south side, I think was installed in 1984. Mm-hmm. We are now having some erosion, I think, because of water runoff. Um, so we're going to dig up that parking lot, also fix some of the sidewalk spaces that we have there so our students have nice wide sidewalks so they don't have to stand in the grass if the weather or snow or whatever rain snow is is present. Uh, and then also put in a drainage system that will help that erosion issue and then redo that entire parking lot. Yeah, that's a large school, and that parking lot gets a lot of usage. So this will be a great improvement to this. Uh, Item 2.06, consideration of food bid. This is the time of year where we take our food bid uh, to the board for their approval, and that is no small undertaking. This is broken down into really four main areas, bakery products, dairy products, paper and plastic, and then food, staples, and supplies. So you can see uh, the all of all of the things that went into that, and then we will ask for the board's approval then at our upcoming meeting on the May the 9th. Item 6.03, 
all the way through 6.08 then are the monthly financials that Dr. Underwood brings to the board so that they can stay current on all the financial doings of the school corporation. And as we say, everything is, is attached to each of these items. And so feel free to take a look into these and, and see everything you are interested in about the information presented by Dr. Underwood last night. Yep. And that was the board meeting. Well, and then on continued business, you you lifted a couple of things. First of all, I know you lifted once again how impressed you were and the vibe from the Festival of Nations recently, and you had an opportunity to stop by that. Yes, uh, and I think some of the comments that were overheard was, it's amazing that the city of Evansville puts something on like this that's, that is this big. And um, no disrespect to the city of Evansville, no. but it was actually put on by EVSC. And I, I think the real intent of that on, on the level that I interpreted that being is that had no idea of the rich uh, cultural fabric that exists within Evansville. I think mm-hmm. we, we tend to get very accustomed driving to work or to church the same pathway. Uh, but there are so many different neighborhoods in Evansville, so many different um, cultures that are blended in the fabric that we call Evansville. And it was just great to see that spotlight shown on the 44 different languages, the 900 students that we have within EVSC and the the different languages and cultures that are brought together. Um, But I will always remember just the confidence and the pride that the students Mm -hmm. shared when they performed um, be it dance or, or other activities that night on April the 14th. And I hope that that pride and that confidence then translates into their school and their school work. And as we talked about recently in an earlier podcast, we actually moved it to the OMB Event Center this year because it had outgrown the space it had been in for several years right. at Bossy High School, which is a great problem to have because so many family members wanted to be in attendance for that celebration. You so it really out in the Bossy Cafeteria, outgrew that, outgrew the Bossy Gym. Now, Evans or the Old National Events Plaza, well over a thousand people attended plus the the individual students and their families. So yeah. just a, a great, great coming together of the cultural diversity and richness that we have in Evansville. And again, our ESL department did so much work for this, but just think, you just shared this, 44 languages spoken, spoken other than English in the homes of our students. That may be a statistic a lot of individuals in this community may not realize. I would venture guess that most folks do not realize that. Yeah, very interesting. I think you also mentioned last night, Dr. Smith, then that only one more board meeting before commencement. It's hard to believe. <laughs> that is very hard to believe. Yeah, commencements are in less than a month. Uh, less than a month from now, the school year is over. Yeah, hard to believe. The so. academic school year, yeah. And then we'll, but we'll be in the throes of summer school immediately after that. Uh, so things certainly do continue, but we have one more board meeting before our commencements for our eight different high schools. So it's always an exciting time. Most definitely. A lot of great information shared at last night's board meeting. Appreciate you taking the time to go through it with us today. Thank you.